This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From former A's outfielder. Here comes Katze. Here comes the relay. The slide. He's in there. Inside the park. Home run. To A's manager, it's time for the manager show with Mark Kotze, presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. Time now for the Mark Kotze show here on A's Cast, brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their location, Albany, Berkeley, or you go online to nestbetting.com. For all of your betting needs, it's your mattress, it's your pillows, it's your sheets, you name it. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. Go to Nest Betting and nestbetting.com. Cots, how you doing today? Doing great, Tony. Um, you know, cleaning up an apartment, uh, had some coffee, and uh, getting ready for the day to go in the office. Do you ever feel like, ah, the good old days like college when life was so simple? <laughs> yeah, the, the lack of responsibility. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> your mom's not grinding you about cleaning stuff up and laundry. It's just you got your apartment and it is what it is. Yeah, those were the days I can remember back to when, you know, Cal State Fullerton, the very first apartment I lived in, I had three other roommates. And I can tell you, it wasn't very clean. So I moved out, thought I had a better roommate, and then I ended up with two ferrets in my apartment. So that wasn't a that wasn't a good swap at all either. Oh man, the good old days. You know how how just how unusual is it when it's this hot? The way the ballpark plays small because we never see the Coliseum play small. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've been here for. This is my seventh season, I think, and uh, there's very, very few times I can remember it playing like this for consecutive days. And we might get a hot day here and there. You get a day game, obviously, the ball travels well. But for these last few uh, night games, you've seen a different ballpark and you've seen a lot of balls go over the fence. Yeah, because I think I one thing that I noticed because you forget about it because it's so rare. It's like the wind goes away, and without the wind, without the marine layer, it's just it becomes almost you know uh, I hate to say it for the pitchers, but it almost becomes you know like you see like what's going on in Vegas. Yeah, there, there's that there's that level to it definitely. Uh, it got a little cooler at the end of the game last night. We got back kind of some normality uh in terms of how this coliseum usually plays but back east when we went back east this last road trip uh the ball was flying there and the nationals park seemed very small balls hit at 101 that normally you know we watch at the coliseum end up warning track if that uh we're flying out of the ballpark so uh it, it is or tends to be a pitcher's park here at the coliseum for most of the year, and this is just uh, one of those weeks where it's warm and, and the ball's the balls jumping. 
you got guys that are, are going to have a rough outing. And we saw that with J.P. Sears, the first one of his career. What do you think the key is this next few days for him to get back on track? Because it's going to happen throughout your career. You got to understand it. You got to deal with it. And you got to shake it off and just be better the next time out. Yeah, no question. You put it behind you. I said kind of that last night as, as from a team's perspective, last night's game, uh, you know, you turn the page on, um, you know, there were positives to take away from last night's game. Um, you know, uh, Tyler's here coming in and, and throwing two and two thirds, I think it was of, of really good, you know, clean pitching. And uh, so, but for, for JP Sears, you know, that's an unusual outing. Uh, that's the hardest he's been hit. Uh, all season, including with the Yankees. And, uh, you know, I mentioned it last night in my, in my press conference post game that there may have been, um, you know, he may have been showing some of his pitches uh, and the White Sox are a really good team at, at picking up tip pitching. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those outings where for JP, these next few days are going to seem like forever. He wants to get back on the mound right away and put that one behind him. What is the number one thing that you're looking at in your players as we finish up the last I, I twenty something games? You know, I, I think it's just to continue what we've built in the culture with the character of the fight. The word "fight" means something, and the word "grit" means something. That uh, up until this season is is finished uh, on that last day. I think it's October fifth, I believe, against the Angels at home. Um, that we just continue to grind. That they continue to to uh, play the game the right way and, and work hard, uh, you know, through this finish. Well, and I think for all these new guys that you have 30 rookies on the year, I know a lot of people have talked about, well, you know, got to finish strong, but why would you want to finish strong? These guys are getting to live out their dream cots. I mean, they've dreamed their entire life of this moment. Yeah. Tyler said it best last night. Uh, he came in the dugout obviously pitched the night before and anytime a reliever does that you, you, you err on the side of caution generally with pitch count. Um, and you know, you want to protect those guys, but he came in the dugout and said he'd been waiting eight years to pitch on this mound that he wasn't going to come off of it. And so he went back out and pitched the eighth inning. And, and, you know, from that standpoint, you want those type of guys on your team. You want the guys that are selfless. And uh, that was a great example of it last night. Yeah, you love hearing that, and and, and just the moment and, and, and understanding the opportunity that you have is something special, and I talked to Cole Irvin about this yesterday. When you start, and I know it's it's cart before the horse. We have, to, have, we have a long way to go, but when you start looking at names like Cole, and then you throw in Blackburn, and then you look at what Langoliers has given you, you think about Sears. Do you start? I'm not going to say getting excited, but do you start to see that you're going to have a, some legit starting pitching for next season? Yeah, I, I think you, you have to have a vision, um, you know, looking forward as to the talent level and the guys that are in the system and the guys that are currently on the roster. And you, you mentioned Cole for the year he's had, uh, you know, Blackburn up until uh, his, you know, injury and, and, and DL or IL stints. Um, you know, we're getting a look at a young left-hander and, and Ken Waldachuk, who's, you know, been in two outings, um, pretty, pretty impressive. Um, you know, up until last night with JP Sears, you get excited about that left-hander. And again, that's just one start. 
Um, there's some guys, you know, that we haven't seen that we haven't got to look at in our system down below some of the trades that we acquired some arms in, um, you know, the back end of our bullpen um, you've seen of late, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, Domingo Acevedo, uh, you've seen the growth in AJ Puck, um, you know, you, you also, uh, Danny Jimenez, the success he had up until he got hurt with uh, Zach Jackson as well. So, you know, there is there is a lot of positives. There's a lot of, you know, talented young players that, that have had some impact here at this major league level this season. And as you mentioned, with 30 rookies, um, you know, it's it's going to be a, real, a little bit of a roller coaster ride because it's a learning process here. And, and the growth and development is really important. And uh, and I think we've seen some of that, um, you know, pretty consistently in, in some of those names. How important is management of these bullpen guys that you just mentioned who have all thrown more than they've ever thrown in a in a season before at this level? Yeah, it, it's really important, you know, and, and unfortunately for, for Danny Jimenez and, and Zach Jackson right now, you know, it, it could have caught up with them. Um, but Danny's had an, a, a long, um, you know, not long career, but in, in terms of the amount of innings he's pitched, he's, he's gone through a season, a full season, where Zach Jackson, you know, a younger guy, um, you know, those appearances catch up with him. And, and Zach's a, a max effort guy. So, uh, you know, um, that's going to uh, impact kind of his usability uh, and durability, I would say. So it is important to, to watch the workloads, you know, uh, Danny, uh, Domingo, Acevedo is at a, at a career high in, in innings pitched and appearances. I think he's among the lead leaders. It says something about the success he's had this season, the role he's filled for us. And again, you know, AJ Puck in this role, it's different uh, than starting. And, uh, you know, we're going to definitely take a look at, at, at the amount of innings and, and the appearances he's made as well. You know, I always wonder what young players get out of these ceremonies that they get to see. You know, we just honored the 2002 team we honored the 1972 world series champion team we're going to honor and retire dave stewart's number on sunday i mean looking back in your career did you get anything out of it when you were a young player and what do you think your young players are getting out of it seeing it yeah well the first impression i got of uh, a major league team was the 1997 world series champion marlins that i was a rookie on and uh, first time in a major league clubhouse sitting next to guys that had had, you know, impact and, and major success at the, at the big league level, uh, just talking and having those conversations with those type of guys, uh, you know, you, you gain knowledge, you, you, you're very humbled by, by the experiences. And, uh, and then in terms of, you know, our history and our heritage, the Oakland athletics and what this organization has, uh, the success it's had and, and bringing those members of, of those teams that have had success back um, definitely opens the eyes of these young players uh, from just a pure, um, you know, as I, as I mentioned, heritage standpoint and, and, and the class of this organization. Let's end on this. It looks like we're going to get some rule changes coming out today. And actually it's going to be real soon. Uh, about what we're going to see next year. And one of the big ones is changing how you're able to shift and basically banning the shift. How do you feel about that? And how do you think it will affect the game? 
Well, you know, as, as a baseball purist, you, you, the implementation of new rules is always going to be challenging. It's change. And, uh, you know, for, for myself, banning the shift, uh, if it's going to, you know, help the offense, uh, you know, create more runs, uh, I'm probably a fan of it. Um, you know, from a strategic standpoint and defending, um, you know, there's been times this year where I've looked at Darren Bush and said, let's just put four infielders on the right side against this left-handed hitter. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's going to probably increase, you know, the, the desire for a little more athleticism in the middle than what, it, than what we've seen over maybe the past few years where you take that third baseman and put him in second base and you can play him there. But now, you know, if, if that's the direction we're going, um, you know, you might have to, to look at the, uh, the range factor and, and uh, consider that in decision-making. So, uh, you know, maybe looking forward, we can run some type of motion defense county and like as the pitch comes just start sprinting let's see what those rules are going to look like right just sprint the shortstop over as the pitcher goes into his delivery i wonder if that's going to be legal or not i like put put a guy in motion like the nfl i i i i I, anything to make stuff more interesting but i know this (laughs) back in the day you loved ripping that base hit back up the middle of that line drive, which is now caught because the guy's there. But as a hitter, you were taught your entire life to hit the ball back up the middle. Now you get rewarded again. Yeah, no, that's true. And, and again, I remember in 2015 as the first-time hitting coach, uh, you know, coaching uh, Matt Kemp at the time and having him just focus on hitting line drives up the middle and then being caught and him coming back to the dugout, just pissed off as hell at me and just saying, I'm just going to pull it over the fence and just, you know, so it, it's going to be interesting. There's some other rule changes as well. The the bigger bases, I don't know the impact that's going to have on, you know, stolen bases is three inches of a bag, you know, going to help a guy steal a base. Um, you know, the time clock is, you know, and, and I haven't dug into the, uh, specifics of the time clock, but if they're really limiting pickoffs to two, that's going to be interesting. That's going to change a little bit of, of uh, the offensive strategy and, and stolen bases. So it'll be interesting to see when these rules come out. I'm sure we'll have a conversation about them next week. And if, uh, if there are, um, you know, nuances to these changes, uh, it's going to take some time to get used to for sure. Great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Stay cool. All right, Tony. Thanks, man. And that's the Mark Kotze Show brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their location in the Bay Area in Albany and Berkeley. Or you go online, nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off all your betting needs. Your mattress, your sheets, your pillows. You're going to absolutely love it. Big fans of the green and gold. You go to nestbetting.com. Now back to A's cast powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.